Hey everybody, I'm Alan. I watch a lot of movies. This is Alan at the movies. Um, so we're hitting the stretch. The Oscars were announced yesterday. Um, again, of just sort of time to buckle down and watch a lot of Oscar contenders. I uh, should have sometime in the next month my my Oscar rundown 2022 uh, episode. Uh, I don't know. I have to watch all the best picture movies at least before I feel comfortable talking about them. So, but it should be before the show sometime anyway. Um, but coming out is a movie that I have been interested in because of the star power of the cast. Uh, since it was originally supposed to come out in early 2020. Uh, I, so I love a good whodunit, a detective show, um, a, like, you've got a crime and you're trying to figure out who, who did said crime, uh, full of drama and intrigue and, uh, like, nobody really does that better than Agatha Christie in terms of books. And I think when I think of a detective, I think of Perot. I don't know how to say his name right. Um, but, and so there's been a whole lot of different, there's a lot of PBS versions of his show, of his cases. Uh, there's been a lot of uh, TV show stuff. I grew up on Murder, She Wrote, which is um, kind of like the same thing. Because you're trying to solve a murder um, and whatnot. And lately, in the last, I want to say, five years, um, Kenneth Branagh has thrown his name into the hat of like of directing these movies. Uh, and uh, putting his own spin on the Hercule Poirot. Again, I'm saying it way wrong, and I'm sorry. Um, this character. And I think... And a lot of what he gets is really talented and amazing actors and actresses to play the parts of the game of Clue that you are watching unfold. And... And, like, leaning on that, and just a fun little accent here and there, and just beautiful shots, and, like, cinematography, and just very beautiful visuals to match that talent that he has in his movies, um... While also not really doing a too, doing anything really all that new or exciting with what he's doing. Uh, for example, Murder on the Orient Express one. That's a. Uh, I understand that's what it was called at the time in which it is set, 
Still an awkward title uh, to say. Um, and and now, which was the first one that he did, and now with uh, Death on the Nile, which is what I saw today. Uh, which, when you look at the cast of characters involved, it's got some really great people and really interesting people. And, and then, yes, then you throw in uh, the reason it got pushed back a thousand times um, outside of COVID, of course. Um, uh, Mr. Uh, Cannibal himself, Han- Army Hammer. Uh, and you've got Gal Gadot, who's got her own little bit of controversy in there. And it just sort of begs for, okay, we put a lot of money into this movie. We've got to release it at some point. Let's just release it in February. Nobody's going to pay attention to it. We'll advertise the shit out of it because we spend a lot of money on it. But we just need to get it out. <laughs> and it's not its not my favorite. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was interesting. I thought the... I thought the pacing was odd or very like slow and methodical, which I get, I mean, is Kenneth Branagh's like MO when it comes to his directing. And it just like, I don't know if I needed to know he, that Perot, uh, served in the war. In World War One, like I don't think I needed to know that. Uh, Lately, and you start out with this black and white flashback, and it just—it felt like extra footage to try and create character that you didn't need. If that makes sense, uh, like you already have this. Uh, Sherlockian world's greatest detective uh, and that should be enough right that should be it like I don't need to know Sherlock's backstory I don't need Sherlock Holmes's backstory I just need to he's the detective he's he is the like the whole point of Sherlock or these great master detectives is to put you into their place where you can try and solve the crime before they do in the movie. Like it's what I love about the Scream movies so much. I talked about it in that. Like I want to try and figure out who done it. And I want to pretend I'm the detective. So if by giving this character a backstory, you take me out of that role. I'm not a soldier. I don't have this this love interest. I don't have this thing. I don't have any of these other characters. So I don't... It's not a blank slate anymore. Which makes the movie less fun for me. Uh, and I realize I might be alone in that because character development's important. But I'd rather know about the character development of your suspects as opposed to the character development of the detective. 
Um, that said, uh, I think you have a really interesting cast and a really, like, you have a lot of... <sighs> the acting is really up and down. Like, a lot of it is really good. And then a lot of it is also incredibly hammy and melodramatic. Army Hammer, like, there are a lot of... He has some roles that I admittedly really like. Uh, Call Me By Your Name is was one of my favorite movies the year it came out. Um, there's a couple others that I really like him in. That's just the one that really pops into my head. But... Dude is hammy as shit in this one. And it just sort of lowers everyone else because they, they in the scenes that they're working with him, they have to lower themselves to his acting level. And that sort of affects the rest of the movie for me. Um, this, Gal Gadot is another one that just... I love Gal Gadot as a as Wonder Woman, uh, partially because Wonder Woman is this character that doesn't really have like she's the proverbial fish out of water. She's this strong Amazonian, doesn't really take shit from anybody, but also is like vaguely naive. And, like, like full of herself. In this movie, she's supposed to be this, this like, rich, like, scene-stealing that everyone is jealous of sort of character. And, like, she's not a good actress. She's not. If you give her more than... If you expect more from her than what Wonder Wonder Woman provides, she's going to fall on her face, at least from my perspective. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't I don't think of her as a terribly great actress. Uh, and this movie, kind when you're in there with Kenneth Branagh, uh, for example, uh, you're just establishing yourself as not that good I'll tell you who I was who I was delightfully um, surprised by Russell Brand Russell Brand was like he's not playing your the like the role that you see him in all the time he's he's his own man as it were, and I think in this one, in this movie, he threw himself into it, took it very, like, as seriously as he could, and, like, doesn't come across as super hammy, doesn't come across as a melodramatic over-actor, or he doesn't feel out of place. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. Enjoyed him in this movie. He's a small part, but... It's still something that I really loved and enjoyed. Um, I could talk about the rest of the cast as a whole. It's it's a it's a well cast 
movie that just has part bits and parts that sort of will fall flat. And I wind up not really caring about most of the characters because of how poorly they act. Um, the movie itself lags. It's, it's a little slower paced than what I like. Um, and it's a lot, and admittedly, admittedly, with a movie like this, with this type of story, you need that exposition. You need to be able to sort of pick up on why someone would want to murder the person who gets murdered. Um, and so you can sort of like build it a case, you know, and decide who is going to be the person who is, who is the murderer essentially. And why? Like, you are building the case along with with Perel. And I should just keep... I should just say the detective. Because I'm butchering his name worse and worse every time I say it. Um, <laughs> which is fun. And, like, it adds to a lot of the story. Uh, but also, I spent what felt like over an hour going, when is the murder going to happen? Like, when is Act 2 going to come into play? Like, Act 1 seems to go go on too long. Act 2 is, like, pretty, sh like, pretty short, especially in comparison to Act 1. And Act 3 is it's like a blink of an eye like the ratio is is skewed weird for me i would like 30 minutes of of setup and exposition you can do 30 minutes of the setup and exposition about 30 to 45 minutes of case casework and then and then 15, 20 minutes of concluding that case. Like, the movie shouldn't be more than... And, like, that's a general sort of breakdown. But the movie shouldn't be longer than two hours. Uh, for sure. And... Admittedly, the movie's only two hours and seven minutes. But watching it, it just feels so much longer than that. Um... And that's, I think, a pacing problem. Uh, but, like, it's really beautifully shot. And, again, the acting is very good for the most part. Um, and the story is exciting enough that sort of, again, it keeps me guessing as to trying to figure out who did what and why. Uh, I was wrong. As to who, uh, as to who it was, uh, <laughs> I I made my assumptions. I stuck to it, and I was wrong. And I am interested in watching it again to see if I, even though now that I know the ending, right, to see if I can pick up on those things that they had mentioned as to why it happened and see it and watch it unfold. Similar to, like, 
like an Ocean's Eleven, where you where you can sort of pinpoint the what's happening, and even th- through before the flashbacks and stuff. Um, yeah, it, the movie's okay, is what I would say. It's okay. It's not great. I think. Uh, I think if you're gonna watch a Kenneth Branagh. Uh, per this detective movie, uh, I would see the Orient Express one as opposed to this one. I think that uh, the other one is better, uh, in terms of the acting. Uh, the TV show on, P- on PBS is light years better than either of the Kenneth Branagh movies. Uh, these guys, these guys skate by on having a really talented cast, is what it is. Uh, I'm gonna give the movie a three. It's fine. It's fine. It's it's passing. I'm not. I wasn't super stoked about it. Uh, and coming out of it, I don't think I wasted two hours of my day. Uh, <laughs> I was entertained, but I think I could have been done a lot better. There's a lot of room for improvement. And if they do make a third one, because why wouldn't they? There's literally dozens of these books. Um, I'd like to see some like better pacing. That's all. Um, yeah, that's. Uh, it doesn't come out until Friday. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna say wait and catch it streaming. Honestly. Uh, for as beautiful of the movie is, I watched it in Dolby, so that's kind of going to skew my my opinion on like the quality of the movie. But it's as pretty as it is. I don't think you need the the theater experience. I don't think you need the the sixty five seventy year old women sitting three seats down from you that won't stop loudly talking through the entire movie. I don't think you guys need that for your enjoyment of this movie. Uh, I know I certainly didn't. Uh, anyway, with that, that's that's all I really have to say uh, about Death on the Nile. Um, it's meh. It's a meh movie. It's meh. Like, it's something that you can throw on. I I will probably watch it again, but I'm not going to see it again in the theaters. Uh, I'm in no hurry to rush out and see it again. But I do want to watch it again at some point. Um, anyway, you can follow along with the show on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening. Um, you can also uh, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and share with your friends and uh write a review places that you can write reviews uh you know all that stuff that podcasts tell you to do and i will see you guys the next time i am at the movies bye-bye